Hello, and thank you for tuning into Answers from the Lab, where we share Mayo Clinic knowledge and advancements on the state of testing and science from laboratory leaders and the people who are making it happen behind the scenes. I'm Dr. Bobby Pritt, Chair of the Division of Clinical Microbiology at Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. And with me today is Dr. Bill Maurice, the President and CEO of Mayo Clinic Laboratories. Hi, Bill. Welcome back. Yeah, it's good to be back. It feels like it's been a while since we've had a chance to talk, but I, that's because both of us are out on the road and doing things. Out on the road. Yeah, busy times. But I'm really glad that we got together today because February is Black History Month, and I think that would be a perfect time to talk about some of the inequities that African Americans have faced in, in healthcare in general, but then also talk about some of the major advancements of important Black scholars, nurses, doctors, and, and surgeons in the medical field, and talk about inequities in general, but also celebrating and recognizing accomplishments. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think definitely both are important, right? But there's been a lot. We lose sight of it, but there's been really important contributions to laboratory medicine by pioneering uh, Black physicians and physician scientists. So yeah. I know one probably actually related to our last podcast and mm -hmm. also to your field of interest in terms of clinical microbiology is Professor Hinton, who got his medical degree from Harvard, I think was the first professor there. He wanted to be a surgeon. That door was closed to him because of his race, apparently, but that didn't preclude him from making really important contributions to medicine because he then focused on the laboratory diagnosis of syphilis, right? Which at the time was a major scourge and still is, unfortunately, as we've talked about, but at that time was contributing to a lot of, of illness. And so he pioneered the serology testing, which you understand better than I do. I think he wrote one of the first textbooks on the disease itself. Super, super important. And look, that ability to diagnose that he helped create is, of course, the key to eradication of the disease as well. Then with the advent of antibiotics, it allowed us to identify patients that would benefit. So yeah, super important. Yeah, very timely, Bill, too, with the rising rates of syphilis increasing in the country again. So Dr. Hinton, he was really an impressive individual, first Black full professor at Harvard, and had a number of firsts, actually, but worked at Harvard's Wasserman's Laboratory and really changed medical history by developing serologic tests for syphilis, which were breakthroughs at the time. He's also the first Black scientist to become a member of the American Society for Microbiology, which is pretty cool. That's a yeah. society that I do a lot of work with. And of course, this is just one of many individuals in reading about Black History Month and laboratory medicine. I came across a number of other people. Another one is Dr. Charles Richard Drew, one of the first blood plasma researchers noted for helping to create the blood transfusion process and developing the nation's first large blood bank. Yeah. So think about that. Two mm -hmm. things that if we did not have those innovations, Right, where would we be today in terms of transfusion medicine, serologic diagnosis of what at the time was a major one of the major mm -hmm. contributors to disease globally? I mean, yeah. these are super, super important. I think it does also speak on the one hand just to the, the power of the human spirit. And you think about what those individuals went through, like Professor Hinton, and, and yet he still was able to overcome the challenge of not being able to do where he thought his interest would take him and do make really important contributions to society. So and with that in mind, you, I mean, you, rate, you pointed out, but the sad truth is that syphilis is a disease with its recrudescence that's more in African-Americans, 
and you know, Alaskans and, and populations that, are, that suffer from inequities and in access to diagnostics and healthcare. So we yeah. have to keep that front and center. And there's a lot, unfortunately, of diseases that are more prevalent in African-Americans and people of lower socioeconomic status. So yeah. it's just, we just have to really be cognizant of that. Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned the Alaskan Natives, American Indians. They have amongst the highest number of reported cases of syphilis with the rise. And we'll be talking to Dr. Ellie Thiel on a a podcast coming up. So stay tuned for that because the CDC just revised some of their guidelines for serologic diagnosis of syphilis. We're still using serologic diagnosis, even though we're not using some of the older tests that's still the primary, serology is still one of the primary diagnostic methods for syphilis. But then also, as you mentioned, the inequities, African-Americans, other groups are at higher risk for heart disease, cancer, stroke, some of the big killers in the United States. Also things like asthma, debilitating conditions, pneumonia, diabetes, HIV, AIDS. So this really plays into some of the discussions we've had before about inequities and of course, we saw this during the COVID pandemic, getting mm-hmm. access to diagnostics, for example. So this is a continuing issue that we as laboratory leaders need to be at the table fighting for, make sure we have fair access to diagnostics, cervical cancer screening. Everyone should be able to have easy access to cervical cancer screening. And that's just one example. Yep. The sad truth is that the, still one of the best indicators of how, what your health is going to be is your zip code. Right. If that, yeah. that, if you look, so that just you know tells you something right there. Uh, the other thing, though, and you kind of touched on it, we are seeing in the news other diseases that are coming back. I know there's a lot of concern now. I think around measles as well. Yes. I think we've had a few reported cases here in in Minnesota now, and that people lose sight that this can be a devastating illness, particularly in children. So, and unfortunately, this is a little bit of the carry on from the pandemic where there was a crisis of confidence in some people around healthcare and preventive healthcare measures like vaccinations. There's still a lot of battles to be fought. Yeah, absolutely. And misinformation is a big one. And some of the measles outbreaks we saw in Minnesota really involving groups that were in these vulnerable populations where they had been receiving misinformation about vaccines and so chose not to get vaccinated. And then some devastating cases of measles, which can be a fatal disease either at the time of infection or later on many years later when there's a recurrence in the brain. And so serious disease, we have tools, but again, like cervical cancer screening, how do we get access to those tools and how do we counter misinformation about those tools? So hopefully that's something we're doing by having this podcast today, but also I think it's a call to all of our listeners to continue to be that voice for medicine, laboratory medicine, and not just to our colleagues, but also to the general public who really needs information from those of us that are subject matter experts in our tests and, and our preventative strategies and in other forms of diagnostics. I couldn't agree more, which means that we get to keep doing podcasts. Maybe that's our small way to to contribute to that effort. So, and plus I enjoy it. I enjoy it too. And hopefully others do and will be inspired themselves to spread the word, whether it's on social media or doing their own podcasts or just talking word of mouth. That's right. Maybe along those lines, we should think about, I know we've done it before, but we should maybe think about doing like a Twitter poll or something too, and see what people want to hear about from us. Yes. An X pool, right? It's a. Yes. X. Oh yes. X pool. (laughs) X pool. Kind of, (laughs) yeah. Okay. Well, Bill, I will leave that to you since you were so good at doing the last one. And yeah, 
So a call to everyone who's listening. We want to hear from you. What would you like to hear from us about on future topics? Let us know. Yep. Sounds good. And maybe I'll recruit Hattie and Gretzky to help. Oh, please do. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. Well, until next time, I guess, huh? Yep. Till next time. Have a great week, Val. You, you too. See ya. Thank you so much for tuning in to Answers from the Lab. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and don't forget to tune in every Thursday and every other Tuesday.